Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are, three minutes early. This is the Wednesday evening questions and answer call in which Teddy Brown is able to answer the questions. He's the voice for the Elohim group and the rival. And Winfrey is the person who does ask the questions. I welcome you all. Today it is March 9th, 2022. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Every time you hear a ding, there's somebody calling in on the phone. Had another person join in. We welcome you. If you want to, feel free to say your name and location. But only if you want to, we welcome you. And the next caller that joined in, welcome to you. Please say your name and location. Uh, good evening. This is Edna. Good and Edna. Welcome. Feeling dank? Hi, Edna. Hello. What's a nubbin? All right. So we wait for more people to me? join in and group. Did you ask me a question, Tony? Yeah, I I asked what's a nubbin. Oh, I'm driving, so it must be my car. No. <laughs> Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi, Don in Northern Ohio. Hi, everybody. Hi, Don. Good evening, Don. Welcome. Hi. <clears throat> Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. John from Las Vegas. Good evening, John. Welcome. Hi, John. Hi. Hello, everyone. I asked what a nubbin was. Nobnocker? Nobbin. I said good, good and nubbin. Good and abend, evening. Oh, evening. Oh, guten Abend. Oh, I see. <laughs> Abend. Oh, it's Abend and not Nabin, because every time you... Ah, that's, I why, thought, that's why I didn't understand. <laughs> good and Abend. Good and Afternoon, isn't it? Abend? Is it afternoon? Yeah, it's evening. Good evening. So. Mittag is afternoon. Now, I did so spät durch Nacht und Wind, a sister father mit seinem Kind. I'll take the cabin in the arm. Nine. I had to learn, had to learn that poem in German class. <laughs> All right. Comes in handy once in a while. <laughs> the cheese is old and moldy. El queso está rotten and pudrido. I, no, that's not how it goes, but. That was from the movie Encino Man. And if you just joined in online <laughs> through BBS Radio, good evening to you. Welcome. Antonio, you're probably one of the few people in the world that can quote from Encino Man. <laughs> Welcome. Please say your name and location. It's Wynn in Sedona. Good evening, Wynn. 
I win. You're early. Yes. What happened? I win. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm, I'm early. Wayne, <laughs> did you get my question? Two more what people. Three more people. Twenty. Welcome. Edna. 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 Yes. Yes. I got it. And if you just joined in, welcome. Please say names and location. It's Kathy in Tennessee. Hello. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Kathy. Hi Hi, Hi, Terry. Hi. Welcome, Terry. Hello. Terry. Hi. Uh, Terry, are you on a good day? Are you in a location? Terry, Nevada. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, everybody. Terry. Jeannie and Citrus. And the next caller, welcome to you. Welcome, Jeannie. Jeannie. Hi. Are we on BBS? Yes, we are. Okay. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Thank you. Hi. You sound all crackly. I sound, well, I was rattling with my, my earplugs here. Ah. <laughs> But I, I, I won. That'll do it. <laughs> and that's how they get ya. Good evening. Welcome to the next caller. Appreciate your location. Hi, hi. Hi, Alan. Hey, Alan. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, and to those who just joined in on BBS Radio, happy Wednesday. Thank you for being here. And if you have a question, you can submit it per email to questions at intelligent-infinity.com. Questions at intelligent-infinity.com. And I have a question. We'll go through those questions during this show. I welcome the next caller. Thank you for being here. If you want to, feel free to say your name and location. But of course, only if you want to. I have a question for Hi. You know the the light switch, the on and off switch for the light. Can that be used for? Um, Turning off and on. Welcome. Please say name and location. Roger in Austin. Hi, Roger. Hi, Good Roger. evening, Roger. Hi, Roger. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, hi. That switch could it be used for uh, turning off and on, like a drill press. Sure. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Do, do you don't want me to ask that to the Elohim, Okay. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Welcome to the next caller. Thank you for being here. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. Hey, it's John, Chicago. Hi, John. Hi, John. Good evening. Welcome. And, and Antonio. Antonio, yes. of course, you have to 
you have to hook it up to the drill press first. <laughs> oh, that! Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> it can't be done remotely. <laughs> so, John from Chicago. I don't think I recognize your voice. Me either. Jody, yeah. Hi, hi Jody. Hi, Jody. Regular customer. They're trying to. They're asking if you're new to the call, John. N no, uh, I've been with Ben and Terry for a long time, but uh, their life was in the way, so I couldn't connect for about three, four years. I'm back again since 2009. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <clears throat> Many thanks. Did, it, did anybody listen to Coast to Coast last night? I was here. Some of it. Nope. I was going to form a question. A guy was saying on there that the center of the universe, the core of the universe, uh, of the Earth is a nuclear fusion reactor. And that's a new theory. And he, I'm just we going to ask the Halloween that maybe. Yeah, it goes over that. my head. I heard some of it. Just, I can he was just saying that it's not theory is totally wrong with the scientists and they don't want to fund him and all that, but he definitely can prove that up with this theory that the Earth is to get its heat from and all the from the nuclear material in the middle. It's using I, the center. It's not a liquid core. It's not a liquid core, an iron core, he was saying. I've been to the middle of the Earth and it was all dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, it has a center, central sun. When when I was meditating, I guess my angel form went down to the center and, and was meditating and sending healing energies like 360 degrees everywhere. It was just like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Oh, yeah. Antonio, you should have taken your light switch. Well, maybe. Well, no, he's just saying it's a nuclear reactor. That's what he's saying. Like a it's a nuclear fission reactor in the center of the Earth. That's what heats the Earth's core. Heats the Earth's core. It's a natural, a natural reactor. Yeah, natural, natural nuclear material in the middle of it. And he just and the Earth, he says, was originally like Jupiter. It was a gas planet, and then it got blown blown away by outer gas in the center. Very good talk speaker, someone never go. You can see, uh, on Coast to Coast, you'll be able to see it on the first hour on YouTube next year, too. So yeah, I, I subscribe to the podcast. Maybe I'll form a question to get them to ask the only one time what's like that theory. Is Jennifer here? I have we're not on whole planet healing tonight, okay? Not yet. Not, yet. not for another hour. Okay, I think we're ready to get started. Awesome. Muted. It's March 9th. The recording has started. This is March 9th, 2022. Winfrey and Derry Brown in Sedona, Arizona. And 
for those that you're familiar with us, I like to um, give a general introduction. Because when we're on PBS, there's always somebody that says, well, I wonder what this is. This guy looks pretty weird. What is, what is this about? And, and you're right, it's pretty weird. Except it's not when you keep coming to the calls. And um, no one's ever done anything like this before, according to these guys that we speak to on the other side. And we've opened the door to let what I believe to be the highest consciousnesses in the universe talk to us through, through our partner, Terry Brown. And, um, I mean, when this first started happening, Terry woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get a tape recorder out. And a voice came through her that said to ask them questions. And it identified itself as the Council of Elohim. When I Googled the word Elohim, it was one of the words for God in the Old Testament, and it was the name the Mormons used for God. And I asked them if they were the same Elohim, and they said they were part of the same. And I asked them, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world and you don't have ego about it. So for the next three years, I kept asking them questions. And that's all they wanted me to do. They never lectured me. They didn't tell me what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if they really were who they say they are. And then all of these un events unfolded that convinced me that it was real. Except they weren't God in the way that people normally think of God. Um, they're, I mean, they created the template for the beginning of the universe. So maybe that qualifies them to be God. But when I asked them about it, and I said, do you really like to be worshipped? They said, no. Um, they said, we're like your higher dimensional big brothers, and we can help you. And you can help us, because your realm is screwed up, and we can do things from our side that could help it. And, and then there were all these little miracles that started to happen. And then I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous in a past life? And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena. And when I Googled St. Catherine of Siena, I found the story of this young woman who would go into the local church in Siena, Italy. And they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And St. Catherine's dialogues with God became a classic of Catholic history. 
And Carrie happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And, and we've been asking questions now ever since. And after a period of time, I said, uh, they suggested, why don't you do a call on Wednesday night and let people submit questions? And so here we are. Okay. And the questions tonight are um, questions that people have emailed me. And and you're certainly welcome to ask a question anytime. And I would say one of the things, and this is a very subtle thing. If this is correct, can you tell me what was removed? <laughs> That's my computer suddenly deciding to talk on its own. Okay. Um They're on this line, and they're paying attention. And there's a frequency and a vibration that goes into very high dimensions that's on this line as we do this call. When you ask a question, they have to move into your matrix, particularly if it's a personal question, to get the answer and give it to you. And when they move into your matrix and then they leave, they say, they've explained this, they leave a trail where you have the opportunity to follow that trail and make a unique connection with them. Okay, it's between you and them, and and you'll feel the energy. And very often, people have some kind of phenomena that occurs that says, "Geez, I think that was them." So it's a rare opportunity to give people this opportunity, the opportunity to ask questions like this and, um, you know, not, not charging lots of money or anything like that, not charging any money. And, uh, and people have changed their lives as a result of the connection here. So on that note, we are going to do an invocation to call in the light and um, and then I'm going to ask questions. And Terry, who is the channel, is going to channel the answers. And that's Terry, who, as I just mentioned, they told me with St. Catherine of Siena, the channeling saint. And, uh, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but I don't think I did. 
when I was studying St. Catherine, Terry happens to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And that was, that was it. I said, okay, these guys are real. And, and here we are, years later, and chugging along, asking questions. And Terry, are you there? Hello, Terry. Hello? Oh, there you are. Hello? I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Yeah, I was making noise, so I muted myself. Okay. But just don't forget to unmute yourself. (laughs) When you start making noise. Okay, so we do this invocation to create a group energy and to bring our sources into this space. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system. through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we create a protective space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes, we greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are taking a moment to align ourselves with each and every person who is listening to the calls either on BBS or uh, listening to the calls on the telephone line or even to 
some later time, a transcript, reading a transcript or listening to an audio. And we just, we take a minute to also tune in to the people who, who uh, some of the people who we connected with who have been here in the past but are not present today. So if we ever say anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it. Uh, we only wish to say things that make sense and that you can use in your evolutionary path. We come directly to you rather than to the telephone line. That's where the voice comes from. Or from BBS Radio, that's where the voice comes from. So it's a little bit behind, just a trace behind, but the connection and the uh, putting forth of the energy and the sound. Do you have questions? Yes, we do. Thank you. First of all, Kathleen Garvey fell on the ice. She hit her head. She thinks she has a concussion. And she just requests that you can help her heal. Thank you. We work with this. Thank you. Thank you. Next question. Uh, will you one question from um, Don Herman, and then we'll come back and try to do another one, okay? His question is, does the one infinite creator evolve? Yes. The answer is yes. And how does the one infinite creator evolve? Through the experience that each of um, the um, aspects of the one infinite creator move through uh, through their experience, uh, service to others' experience, and service to self-experience. It all goes in to uh, the evolution of uh, the one. Thank you. Thank you. Next question is from... Uh, I would like to understand how can I move to the fourth density? Is it possible to move back and forth from the third to the fourth density while I am still in this physical body? which is currently located in the third density. How do I know that I am operating from the fourth density? If I wake up one day knowing for sure that I am in the fourth density, 
mean that my physical body died in the third density. Thank you. Edgina. No, it would mean that you spiritually had evolved so that you were able to handle the light of the fourth density. However, we see that you are already evolved uh, past the fourth density uh, and you are a higher density um, being in a third density body that is uh, moving into fourth density. Now, now you just said she's evolved higher in third density. And then you said that is correct moved, as a being. But that, then you said she's moving into fourth density. Her body and is her body. moving into fourth density. The body is matching up with the love and light of the fourth density. Okay. And, you know, I just wanted to say that when you think of these densities, now this is just my experience, what I think is true. And um, it's not like here, when we think of moving, we think of our body moving from here to there to there. And moving through the densities The movement of your body is not the criteria. It's like when we're on these calls, some of you experience a wave of energy that comes in and moves through your body. So, I don't know if that makes it clear, but you can be in, I mean, my experience is, it feels like I can be in multiple densities at the same time, and I can just pick the one, or even I don't even pick it, it just comes up, and it's in my face. I can feel the space of that density even though I'm still in third density. And I ask our sources, is that kind of accurate? Yes. Another way to do this is to turn into um, Carla's uh, channeling uh, with a um, quo as it is bringing in uh, the sixth, the fifth, and fourth uh, at the same time. And so when uh, Hatan is speaking, it is uh, one density, and Latwi is speaking, it is another density, and did. Uh, um, the different entities make up that of quo, 
that are uh, coming in and speaking. And you're referring to speaking to us, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. They're not so far away. We think that, you know, we've come to the idea that 5D is far away and 6D is even further away. They're not. They're really close. Closer than you imagine. And some of you are there. Many of you are there. And you don't acknowledge it, okay? So or don't um, realize it. Or don't realize it, right? And but if one experiences the fourth density in the way that I'm describing it. All right, next question. This is from Julius in Fairfield, California. Hello, I have long felt that myself and my family may have a curse upon us. I'd like to know if the sources, now he didn't say acknowledge this, but I'll add that, but acknowledge this and help in some way. Thank you, Julius. Thank you. As we look back through the generations, we do see that there was an ancestor uh, that um, displeased some one of the local um, shamans and um, did get a curse put on him. And we uh, that then it all occurred in multiple generations. Moving uh, through the generations, we take a moment and we ask that conditions occur that this is no longer writing with any member of that family group. The conditions and situations involved are long since gone. Thank you. Thank you. And this is a question 
from Dharmananda. Now, there's a lady named Julie Renee. I don't know who she is, but he's talking about her. Julie Renee is saying, God did not create DNA. He did not create a vehicle for illness and disease to be passed on from generation to generation. Most humans were created 60 to 80,000 years ago. DNA was introduced about 29,000 years ago. DNA is a complete mechanism. It has a machine-like appearance, not at all like our organic physicality. Alien races, reptilians, and serpents had a hand in making this. They looked to us not as an evolving race, but more like livestock to keep alive for a certain number of years and not long enough to evolve. We, as God created us, were meant to live seven to eight hundred years. And that's it. Is this true? Can you remove our DNA from us? Uh, there is some truth in what she is saying. However, there is also a disinformation in what she is saying. Uh, the DNA is part of our structure, our uh, inherent uh, structure in the body. Um, the, uh, much of what she's saying is a mixture of stuff that is very true and of stuff that is not true. Uh, human beings, for instance, were around millions and millions and millions of years ago. Um, there were certain races that were created, um, say, 70,000 years ago. Um, and there were, later on, races that were created by aliens uh, that um, have a, a part of the history of, of the race here who were... Um, viewed as livestock, uh, as some of the creators uh, viewed them and treated them as slaves. Uh, but be careful to take everything that she says wholesale as uh, some of these were true and some of them weren't true. Uh, and, and because some of the alien races who created some of the human races um, believed a, a certain way 
uh, doesn't even uh, mean that the way that they looked at humans was uh, uh, spiritual or advantageous or uh, anything that should be regarded uh, uh, as a truth to follow. Is there is a spiritual component of beings that um, an aspect of God of humans and um, getting rid of TNA uh, would not be a, a solution but a spiritual look at each individual would be more helpful. Thank you. And then, is it true, can you remove our DNA from us? I'm not so sure we would want. DNA has a function in the operation of the human body and its connection with its environment and its surroundings, which we um, would not view it as being advantageous uh, to um, eliminate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Next question is from Jasha Kiefer Tiller. And last time he asked a question, he asked about the perspective on my relationship. Thank you for that. That relationship has now failed at this point. I feel I worked hard to try my best at helping the situation in a positive way. Any final advice or comments on this relationship? Thank you. Uh, there is, um, you are a beautiful being and you are capable of uh, having a beautiful relationship and uh, the other person has a great deal uh, to say, had a great deal to say about a connection and um, how to move forward. And so uh, we see that your goals of connection um, and having a, a, a very beautiful relationship are within your grasp. So um, when you choose another companion or evaluate them, um, go slow and uh, see how it can develop. Thank you. Yeah. I might comment, when you're considering somebody for a relationship, take a look at what you want from another person and what they want from you. 
Because oftentimes people go into relationships for lesser reasons. Uh, like I, I want somebody to take care of me. I want somebody to have sex with. I want somebody who helps me fit into society and uh, have children. And, you know, the reasons people go into relationships vary widely. And it's not like you have to have the same reason to go into the relationship as the other person. But if you see what they really want and it doesn't feel like you can give that to them, it's not going to work ultimately. And that's on both sides. And uh, so it's important to be clear, a clear conversation when you when you're thinking of having a relationship with someone um, to find out what they want, you know, or sometimes you can intuit it even if they don't say it, and make sure you're agreeable to that, and they should find out what you want, and it's hard to be honest about these things because. Uh, like, for example, with a man, a man has such a intense, not all men, okay, but within the, um, what you would say would be the archetype of a man, a man will have very intense sexuality and and the need for fulfillment in that area. And it's like, instead of asking all the questions about why are they going into a relationship or thinking about all those things, he puts it to the side and says, I just need to fulfill this part of myself. And, and then you can find yourself down a rabbit hole I mean, I've done this. So you find yourself down a rabbit hole and say, what am I doing in this rabbit hole? It's like you didn't look at what the other person wanted and they didn't accept your sexuality or whatever. You know, I'm not saying, you know, it could, it could, it could be sex. It could be they want security and they expect you to support them. Um, and there's nothing right or wrong, but if you've been working on yourself spiritually, then one of the things you should want is somebody that can reflect back to you a mirror of your soul. And, and that is the best relationship. That will last forever. And it doesn't get involved, uh, so I want you for this reason, 
or I want you for that reason, and uh, it's higher. And then when you do that, it's easy to fulfill the lower aspects of the relationship because you care about the person on a high enough level and that you understand their needs that um, you want to do it. And it's fulfilling to do it because, you know, even when you understand somebody at a soul level, we're all in this physical realm and we all have to, that's what I say, cope with this realm, cope with our bodies, cope with our, I call it natures, okay? I mean, you can be very high and from my experience, you still have a nature and and understanding your nature um, is a really valuable thing. And if you're going to have a relationship with somebody, they have to understand your nature, okay? And they have to be compassionate with your nature, okay? Otherwise, you feel wronged all the time and judged because they're not accepting your nature. The second question from Joshua. Do I have a past life connection to this conference call group or when at our Terry? And I'm curious on why I feel so strongly an appreciation of the connection and the upliftment provided by this work. I mean, I would say, I'm going to let them answer in just a second, but I would just, what I just said, we have a soul level connection. It's like you feel that who you are is okay on this call. It's an acceptance of you. Even though we don't know each other, on the inner levels, there's an acceptance. And that's, that's hard to find in the world. And um, in fact, having this gives you, in my opinion, gives one a certain amount of strength to have, to feel accepted at a deep level. Because you can, on this call, you're doing it without any need for physical interaction. That doesn't mean it's, it's not great to have a physical interaction. But this call is not going to reject you. It's not going to say it's over. It's, it's, it's going to be here. It's going to be here for eternity. That's the nature. The, the Elohim has been around since the beginning of the universe. And you can't do better than that, no matter where you are. And the raw group is pretty old themselves. Where, wherever, where you are, they can accept you, and they can understand. And some people check us out; they don't realize that. You know, it looks like you're supposed to follow something, and they're gonna they're gonna miss it. You know, but in any case, uh, should I read the question again? Or be 
Do you remember? No. <laughs> we feel a companionship with you. And it is earlier than this lifetime. This is the Ba connection. And uh, when one of the Ra group moves into the Earth realm, they forget their past. However, something inside of them connects and feels a familiar sense of a companionship and um, belonging. Thank you. Thank you. Next question here. Now, I can't remember if Parajoti, if I asked this question last week or I told her to resend it. And if she resent it, I, it says yesterday, 3 122 which obviously was last week. Paramajoti, I'm going to open up the lines and just tell me if uh, that question about Shiva, did we ask a question about Shiva for Paramajoti last week? Do you, do you remember? We think that it was yes or but would you come in again and ask it again? Well, let me ask another question. I think we have time to do it. So, um, what, uh, another question beyond what well, we, we have a question. We have a question from Alan, okay? And then I'll go back to that question, all right? Um, dear friends, I am so very grateful for I believe you opened the door that no man can open and no man can close. So gratitude is the order of the day. Am I right? Yes, you're right. Uh, the door has it you have opened the door. Each one of you has opened the door and has caused us to be able to set up a structure, uh, a scribe group uh, that uh, can connect and translate to the Elohim aspect and the Ra aspect and uh, is an open door but to when you are able to uh, ethically and 
beautifully uh, step into the door. Uh, it has vast rewards in communication and sharing of love. And then he, then he asks, that being said, how can I succinctly articulate an intention when asking for assistance? With gratitude, Alan. Thank you. You do not have to try to make it so or figure out how to rub it up. It, it is as a part and parcel of your question, your intention and the intensity of your intention is a part and parcel of the energy that comes across to us and the energy you are putting out. Thank you. Sija asked the question, and her question is, how is the way that you would like us to explain to other people who you are? What is real to you is the thing that would communicate best as you talk to another person. Yeah, talk from your own experience. Yes. And don't talk in an exalting way. Um, I mean, it's like, how has it affected you? What, did you have a personal synchronicity? Um, find words. The better you can share your experience, the better someone's going to get it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like if we were a religion, we'd say, this is who they are, this is how you say it. But in my opinion, this is a more powerful way to express it that has less, less potential to get corrupted. Thank and, you. Um, Maybe we, may we go get back to Jyoti's question before the time is over? To Jyoti's question? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, just one one moment. We got... We got we got a few minutes, and I want to just look at where she sent that question, or she sent another question. Okay. Now you know, if you're sending a question, you have to send it to questions at intelligentinfinity.com. Questions at intelligent-infinity.com. And um, otherwise, we, it's easy to miss it. Sometimes people send it to um, another 
email or winfrey at yahoo or some of our other emails and i can miss it hang on okay so jody sent that question on march 2nd so i do think we asked it last week but you know what she has an overriding question that you know she repeats different angles of that question and it's hard for her to get over her experience of being negatively attacked in artificial intelligence so perhaps i can just ask you're fading when you faded out, Wynn. Come back. Do you have any further help in that area for Jyoti? Because she suffers. I think she's get. I think she's getting a little relief, but I know she suffers. Yes, we locate aspects within her own sphere of and uh, travelers with her that um, she doesn't have that much control over that uh, uh, um, antenna for these um, serious influences. And we attenuate their influence and ask that they leave. Thank you. Thank you. On that note, we are going to go to our next call. And if you're listening on BBS, every day we do something called Whole Planet Healing. And on Whole Planet Healing, we, it's kind of like a prayer group, but it's not prayer in the normal way that people think of prayer. We're working with these group souls, with these sources who are talking with us today. And there are millions of them. And the way the universe works is it's a constant evolving being called the one infinite creator. And we are causing the evolution of the universe by our intentions. And when we have a group intention, it becomes more powerful than, usually it's more powerful than an individual. And when we have a group with the help of our group soul friends, it increases the power exponentially, okay? So we're gonna do that right now. And we have another phone line we're going to disconnect 
this call and get on the other phone line, and BBS is going to hook that other phone line up to the broadcast. So don't move, or we hope you won't move, because this planet needs the help of your intentions as well as ours. And many people come every day to Whole Planet Healing and have noticed that it changes their life. It's like having a new, a new, a new family. It's you're working with. So on that note, I thank you all who asked questions today, and I thank um, Terry, and I thank our sources for being here and helping us. And we're honored to have come to the place of trust. Thank you. Unmuted. She's from Seattle. Thank you. Thank you. you. Happy trails. Love you, Elohim. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. Please announce yourself. You're on BBS Radio. Yay. Yay. Hello, BBS. Hi, hi. And welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Terry. Did I hear Terry? Terry. Hi, Terry. Mm -hmm. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Terry. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Hi, Alan. Hi, Terry. Hi, Alan. Alan. Anybody else? Hi, guys. Not to speak of. Please try again. Uh oh, please try again. (laughs) <laughs> Who's trying to get onto the call? And BBS is here. Hello, everybody on BBS. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Larry in North Hollywood. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Oh, good. Pretty good. Welcome oh, to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Jill from Rochester, Minnesota. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. I I hear feedback. Hi, Jill. Welcome to Home Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Roger in Austin. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. I think what you're, what you're hearing is... Welcome to Home Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Sean from Vancouver. Hello. Hi, Sean. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Terry, I had to call back. I was getting a lot of noise on the phone. Hi, Terry. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Like a feedbacky noise? Oh, squeaky. It was crazy noises. It wouldn't stop. Squeaky. (laughs) That might have been Jill's birds. Mm. No, it wasn't birds. Wasn't any interference on the phone? Maybe mice. Mice. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Home 
friend at Healing Hood. Do you like to say your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hi, John. Hi, John. And John. it's 7.05. Thank you, Terry, for the previous call. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, thank, thank you. you. I can't and we have, we have all our people present. All right. All right. Yeah, Ben is all joining here in a moment, I assume. Muted. And Jackie, are you present, honey? I'm I'm present. Awesome. You are a present. All right. (laughs) The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Wednesday, March 9 of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. Well, we love Mondays and Wednesdays because we get to share this call with our BBS radio listeners. So thank you all for joining us and adding your energy to our efforts tonight. Now, If you are new to this work, I'll briefly review how the Whole Planet Healing Call began over 15 years ago and evolved from an experiment that Winfrey initiated with the encouragement of positive interdimensional beings who contacted him many, many years ago, like almost about 20 These energy beings have formed an interdimensional partnership that continues to this day utilizing the communication skills of Wynn's partner, Terry Brown. And if you were on the previous hour on BBS radio, you experienced a Q&A channeling with Terry Brown bringing in information from the Elohim. Now... Today and every evening, this call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight or who are listening to a replay and our sources, the same sources you heard in the previous hour and the ones that have been speaking to both Terry and Wynn for so long. And they've indicated they are adding their energy to our request for healing, primarily the planet but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us, while always keeping in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed, and we also observe free will. So let's officially begin the call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves 
in this flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, every evening on this call, Winfrey and Terry Brown join us at the beginning, and they just take a few minutes of their time to share some of their thoughts with us. So, Win, are you available? I am here. And I just want to say, and this is not obvious to people who are checking us out, but... Vin, can you get closer to your mic? Is that better? No. No. Hello? Hello. I thank everyone for being here. I really appreciate your patience. What happened to Ian? His uh, volume became very low. And he's doing something about Okay, it. I'm back. Okay. All right, that's good. Yeah. All right. I just want to say that what happens on this call can drastically change somebody's evolution in this realm. There are Two things that happen here, or more than two, but let's see how many I come up with. One thing is, we're in this realm right now, and we know there's a lot of bad stuff going on, and there are people who you would call negative or dark with agendas that are, are dark. And it's pretty easy to get scared. And I would say when you start coming to our calls, there's an energy that goes beyond this realm that you start to feel and you know that you're eternal. 
that you're not going to die. But there's this thing of graduating, of moving into higher dimensions of experience. And this call, the wisdom on it and the sources that are on it, are holding a space that um, helps to guide you into the higher dimensions. And um, it's hard to explain until you experience it. But you do have to show up in order to get it. It's not the call, it's you. And if you don't show an intention or a motivation, it passes you by. And they tell me that it is very rare for someone to do what we're doing in a public way without a building and um, be this effective, okay? And, you know, of course, this all started because we began talking to them. I began talking to them through Terry. And it's been going on and on for 20 years, okay? And there's a timelessness about it that starts to happen. There's a timelessness that you start to experience in your own life. It's hard to put into words. So all you have to do is come to calls and listen as much as you can for a week or two. And... See if you have some positive shifts in your life. And, you know, your own guidance will tell you that, hey, this works for me or it doesn't. But it's important to get something to work for you right now because it's an opportunity to graduate this realm or be pulled into, you know, another so many years in the lower realms in 3D. And is Terry here? Yeah, I'm here. It's interesting. I, and, uh, okay. Were you on the phone? Yeah, I was on the phone. And, um, you know, I, I gave a whole dissertation and then I think it disconnected me and none of it went on the phone. So, <laughs> Well, guess anyway. what? I kept to- I kept talking because I heard you, and I said I better keep talking till I don't hear her anymore. So, did I just did I, suddenly disappear? Well, you didn't disappear, but I heard you you talking on the phone, and were you talking on the were you talking to someone? I was, I thought I was talking to everyone. <laughs> but oh, okay, no. Not. Okay. I thought you were talking about right. Well, you no. know, Terry is an amazing being to have in our life, okay? They told us in one session, and I'm sure this is true, that she once had a position in the angelic realm helping people who crossed over 
to get, uh, I guess it's called a, 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 a life review. Life review. Yeah. Life review. And uh, then she got curious about this realm and decided to come into it. And well, was you like, know, it wasn't uh, just curious about this realm. It was uh, why were so many people coming back to the angelic realm all messed up? And, and they'd come back and you couldn't even get their attention because they were like, oh, I got to get back there. I got to get back there. Like, <laughs> hey, pray, so when, pray. Remember me? <laughs> so, so when Terry came into this realm, and guess what happened? She got all messed up. <laughs> right. And, Immediately. And, or, uh, or within the first couple of lives. Yeah. And that was a million years ago. I got messed ago, up right? in, a, in a, you know, much bigger way than anybody. Um, than most people. Most people get messed possible. up. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but in any case, we're glad to have her as our liaison and partner to the higher realms. And she's just going to say a few words. But, you know, if you hear her frequencies, you can feel the love in her in her being. Yeah, well, I just finished doing a channeling out for an hour where we were answering questions, where we um, move, become, we connect, I connect up. The uh, Elohim aspects and the aspects of the Ra group, <clears throat> we all connect up and we have a translation unit that uh, takes into consideration all of the people, it takes into consideration you guys uh, and uh, the uh, aspects of the Elohim and the Ra and uh, the questions and when and uh, may and it takes into consideration all of those aspects. And when an individual asks a question, then they go and open up the intelligent infinity gate uh, to the um, Hall of Records and uh, the Akashic Records and to the individual's own personal track that the individual is uh, experiencing and the track of the individuals that are spoken about, and it, it opens it all up so that all of this data can come together and help with an answer if uh, an answer is warranted. Sometimes they won't answer uh, because they don't want to take away the person's ability to uh, have a lesson. Uh, sometimes they, they don't want to answer like somebody will ask, like, who was I in my past life? And uh, they don't want to take away their ability to uh, find out and, and to be able to uncover the clues and be able to look for themselves. Um, it's very important that they don't do the work for you, but they give you guidelines that can help you along the way. Um, so we've done thousands of cheerleaders and they're on the spiritchannel.net, the spiritchannel.net. Thank you. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. 
And Terry, who just spoke, uh, brought forth the majority of the channeled messages that are located on the spiritchannel.net. And uh, I encourage you all to get on over there and check it out because it's a wonderful wealth of information. Now, we have Bonnie from Corona, California, next on our call, who gives us a sample of that every night on this call. And she chooses something from these archives or a compatible resource and um, shares it with us. So, Bonnie, what can we look forward to tonight? Hi. Thank you, Jackie. I just want to say thank you for your little bit, Terry, that you described just I've never heard you describe the uh, the gate to intelligent infinity or the hall of records. Uh, that's pretty neat. It'd be neat to hear some more about that. So let's move on. This uh, call that I'm going to read from the transcript uh, took place April 28, 2010. And after when calls in the light, we have a question from a regular listener, and the person that had submitted the question states that they are sensitive to vibes and energies, and they're asking, what can sensitive people do to lessen physical pain that they feel just before volcanoes and earthquakes go off. Uh, So they are a sensitive person that knows a couple of other sensitive persons. And Wynn also adds that this is something that happens uh, to both Terry and Daphne, uh, where they feel energy when things are going to happen. And so then Ra'an through Terry gives us some information answering this question. Uh, The things that you are feeling are actual physical things. Many people cannot feel those things, or if they do feel them, they may not know where the true source is. So they just go take their Advil and think, oh my, I have a headache, but there are pressures that actually change before earthquakes. The change in pressure is resonated out from a point ringing out into the atmosphere, and these waves pass through the individuals, and they can actually be sent. When a sensitive person feels them or an animal, the animal may hide or take off and be lost. And the number of animals before earthquakes are greater than during an ordinary period. I'm not sure if that's correct. Sometimes these transcripts have mistakes. However, what it means is that uh, before an earthquake, um, that you 
if you look in the paper, there would be more uh, a sudden jump in lost cats and dogs, and and ah. uh, that's what it means. Thank you, Terry. Okay, because that was left out uh, that the number of animals lost before earthquakes are greater. That's how it should read. Thank you, Terry. Okay, let's move on. However, when a sensitive person, such as yourself, feels these changes in pressure, creating changes in pressures upon the body, they can simply let it go, pass through them, and instead of holding on to pressure, can let it pass through. However, sometimes the pressure is simply greater and creates pressure upon the body. And it is not passing through as it is as it is increasing in pressure that stays more stable. It happens when in an area there is a squeezing together of energies which then is a pressure increase and creates trauma upon the body. And sometimes it creates nausea and sometimes even to the point of dizziness or slowing up even as the energies are attempting within the earth plane to adjust. One can identify what it is to a greater degree Take a look at where the pressure is coming from. As we do this, Terry is noting a pressure coming from the east, which is the San Andreas, creating a pressure upon the frontal lobe. This then can simply be noted and can be identified, labeled, and categorized, and this will pass. And one may notice that after an earthquake, there can be, although not always, a clearness within the surroundings, a clearness as the pressures have moved out and the body adjusts, and it feels very good sometimes after an earthquake, although not all the time, as if there is still pressure to be released when there may be still headaches occurring. And I thought that was rather interesting. I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. And yeah, that was interesting. Probably to about five or six of us that all live along the San Andreas here in (laughs) California. We are. (laughs) Well, We're going to take care of that in the next portion of our call because we join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, and Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have told us stay informed of these current events. And they've also suggested that the most beneficial offering we can accept is the energy of calmness. So immerse yourself in how calmness and tranquility feels. 
get in touch with that sensation, that emotion, that feeling. Or do what Joy said. She put it into three words. Be the calm. As Jennifer guides us to each area of activity. Jennifer? Wow. Thanks, Jackie. That was calming in and of itself. Um, Tonight, as we begin our journey, I would like to invite Mother Earth to travel with us. Mother Earth can enhance our calming energies that we send down as we point out the areas that are seismically and volcanically affected each day. Um, The first place we go to is Hawaii, and we did have the usual activity there today, meaning under three. We had 2.4 at Pahala, and Kilauea had a couple of little activities, 2.1 and one less, and then there was one small in the sea. All totaled, uh, there were 32 small little earthquakes there. So let's just continue what we've been doing, and that's sending our calm down to the island and especially underneath where the fault lines, the fracture zones, the uh, undersea volcanoes, and anything else, the hot spot, anything that affects that region. And now we're going to move to the south, down to New Zealand. And we had a 5.1 off the North Island. It was in the sea. Moving north along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 4.4. And then now we're going to head west over to Solomon Islands. We had a 4.5. Continuing to Indonesia, we had a 5.1 and a lot of fours. And we also had Semeru. Volcano was erupting today with volcanic ash. And Merapi. Merapi has been um, erupting for some time, a couple of weeks or months maybe. But from time to time, it puts on quite a show with lava, and um, today I know it was erupting, and yesterday as well, so we send that area calm. Continuing now, we're going to head north to Taiwan. We had a 5.2, and north to Japan, 4.0, and Suwanozajima is erupting. North to Kamchatka, we had a 4.5, and then now we're going to head east along the northern side of the Ring of Fire. And we're moving along the Aleutian Islands. We had a 4.0 out on Fox, off of Fox Island. It was in the sea. And on the mainland, we just simply had threes. A lot of activity, but it was all um, mostly low levels rumbling. And then moving down through Canada, we did have a 3.1, and it was up in the Yukon. Up, way up north. And then moving down into Washington, we had a really interesting little pattern here um, of very low levels. There were five little earthquakes that are between Seattle and Vancouver Island. Um, just very strange. It goes all around that harbor, what's called Oak Harbor. And we want to send this whole area because we've got a lot of people out there, Joy and Lauren and <laughs> Cecil and 
goodness gracious, we have tons of people. So we want to send calm to Pacific Northwest. And then moving down through um, Oregon, we didn't have any seismic. I also want us to send calm to the volcanoes. Um, Mount Hood and Three Sisters in Washington and Mount St. Helens and Mount Rainier in Washington. And then moving down into California, I'm trying to figure out a way to send uh, calming down without getting bogged down. So we're just going to send love and light all the way down the California coast, starting with the 2.7 at Petrolia. That's the Mendocino Triple Junction, all the way down the San Andreas Fault, down into Southern California. And on the eastern side of the state, we're going to start up at Lake Tahoe, down to the Walker Swarm, down to Long Valley Caldera, down to Ridgecrest. And I do want to mention um, Idaho today, Stanley, Idaho, 2.7, which is a little uptick for them. And then now moving down into uh, Mexico, we had some fours. Uh, 4.1 and last, so mostly it was threes and a couple fours. Um, down into Guatemala, we had Fuego um, that I'm happy to say has calmed down. It was erupting yesterday with lava, I think it was yesterday, lava fountain. And then we moved down through um, the rest of Central America, which was quite low level. Offshore, though, at the Galapagos Triple Junction, we had a 5.0. And this would be like equivalent to, if you're looking at it, like it would be like where Colombia and um, on that like latitude where Colombia is. And then we're going to move down through um, South America was really quiet today. Um, Colombia had Nevada del Ruiz, Ecuador had Reventador and CNJ. 4.9 in Peru, 4.8 in Chile, and then down at the southern tip of South America, um, we head east to the South Sandwich Islands, we had a 5.5 there, and then zipping across Europe, because there wasn't a whole lot of anything going on, threes in France, Greece, Azerbaijan, and then over to northern China, we had a 4.4, and then south of India in the sea, it's one of those triple junction thing in the jiggers again. Uh, we had a 4.8 at the mid-Indian Ridge. So all in all, it was a pretty good day. And I want to thank everybody for participating. Send y'all back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. You know, it feels so rewarding to uh, offer this comfort and uh, gratitude and healing to Mother Earth. But... As you all might imagine, we are also concerned about so many other situations occurring in our world. So in just a few moments, Wynn will take us on his guided visualization where he will address many of those other issues. But first, the phone lines are being unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you are listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. They will be heard. 
And thank you all for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. I would like to put into all my healing assistance and protection for a beautiful mother earth, a human family, a flora and fauna, all the sentient beings. I would like to ask for a, ask extra effort for uh, maintenance of the world peace. Healing for myself, my family, and uh, all of us present here and our families and everything that we are truly uh, are connected in a loving way, everything, everywhere, everyone for the highest and greatest good. Thank you so much. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. I'd like to put everybody on this call, including our BBS listeners, on the healing list, whatever your individual need is. I would like to also include our lovely pets and our family members and our dear loved ones. I would also like to make mention of Wynn and Terry asking everyone to send them some healing love light energy to bolster them and help them to get through all this body of work because it's a lot. And I'd also like to mention Cecil and Betty who need our prayers, Monica and Larry and Lauren, these are all in Washington, Tom and San Jose, Phyllis, and Joe T. in Washington, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby, Hyatt and Kathleen for healing, Mimi and her husband Larry, both for healing, Um, uh, Maxalina in Ojai, sorry, Maxalina, and um, also I would like to mention Susan, putting her and her family in the light for healing, and I would like to put myself in this healing field of energy and include my daughter and my son. Thank you so much. Thank you. Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I want to put the human family into the light, and I want to send blessings and gratitude to every person out there who is taking a stand for truth and freedom, who is speaking the truth as they understand it, even though it may mean that they are risking, in some cases, their careers, their livelihood, their reputations, and more. There are many doctors who are taking this kind of a stand. They risk these things because they value truth and freedom for all people more than they worry about their own status or benefits. This is in contrast to many of the people in positions of power who don't mind destroying their fellow man in order to gain few temporal comforts. So bless the truth sayers. I ask the Elohim to support them. Thank you. Muted. This is when, and I just want to put Kathleen Garvey in the light a second time for her um, concussion and her fall on the ice. And I'd like to continue to put Mimi Nixon in the light for her healing. And... um, We are going to do our group energy healing of our planet and ourselves right now. And this seems impossible 
I mean, that it's so incredible that we have developed this rapport with the two group souls who have been recognized as God who are communicating with us as our friends, not in any way requiring any exaltation. And even though some of us do that, and it's hard not to exalt them, um, it's okay, it's not bad, except when you know they're really paying attention to you on a personal level, when you have some kind of experience, which many people have had, it's a game changer. And um, and it's worth, it's not something that comes because you come to a call one time. For most people, sometimes it happens to somebody. Somebody who's a really advanced soul has done a lot of spiritual seeking in their life, and they recognize it. But most people approach it like, are these guys for real? And if you listen to our last call, can you imagine Terry? making that up. <laughs> she doesn't know what questions we're going to ask. Um, they feed her the answers. And then you have to ask yourself, well, am I sure they're positive? I'm sure, or, am I sure they really are my friends? And you have to hang in until you figure it out and you have some kind of something happen. They're not trying to win you over. They're just being as helpful as they can to all of us who are coming to this call. And it's up to you to reach back and take advantage of it, or at least be curious to see, I wonder if that's true. And Sooner or later, it'll happen. It'll click. You'll know. So we have a group energy of all of us, of however many of them that are on the call. And we don't have the whole group. There's millions of them. And they have a whole universe to work with. But they assign a certain amount. And if we get more people on the call, we'll assign more. And we'll be even more effective at what we do. But we surround our planet with this group energy. And um, we're now going to be repeater stations for the positive energies of the highest realms. There's an energy that emanates from the one infinite creator and that everything in the universe is connected to that energy. 
and the universe is constantly recreating itself moment to moment. Our planet is recreating ourselves, itself, moment to moment, based on the consciousness of its inhabitants. And and so this can be an extremely important call for this period that we're going through with so much negativity happening because of negative agendas going on on our planet. So we are going to be repeater stations for the highest light of a positive nature of the universe and send it down to the surface of our planet, uplifting the vibration of everything that it's possible to be uplifted. And we focus on the humans who are service to others, who are playing a part in upliftment in all the various individual ways that humans do that. From very simple, just through loving their families and smiling at strangers. And people don't have to believe anything to be a recipient of that. And it starts them you know, in a in a positive flow. And so we ask that all those people who are working towards the upliftment of Earth can be recipients of this energy. And many of them already are recipients. Let me just say more of it towards them. We have the children and the young people of our planet who are most sensitive to this energy and least wise. And we ask as they get older and they have more life experience, they gain wisdom and discernment. And they understand how to play a greater role in the transformation of our planet. And be more aware of the negative agendas that are manipulating the lower levels. We go to the animals and the pets, and particularly the pets who are helping their owners keep their hearts open. The plant life, the trees, the bushes, and the grass, and everything in between, who 
bring in the energy from the higher realms and move it through their bodies, through their stems, through their barks, through their trunks and their roots into the earth. We ask to increase this flow of energy. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals who hold the energies very powerfully in what seems like lifeless bodies, but they're not. We go to the insects, particularly the species who are part of the cycles of nature, like the bees. And we ask for the preservation of those species. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We now go through the surface of the earth and we encounter the energy field of Earth, which fills the entire interior of our planet and projects through the surface. And the life on the surface is all in that field of energy. All of us are in that field of energy. And the Earth suffers because she has to process humans and their activities. And we send healing for the earth. We send gratitude to the earth for giving us this experience of having bodies on our surface. We go to the energy waves that travel through the interior of the Earth that terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send calm energy to these waves with the intent of minimizing catastrophes. We go to the surface of the earth and we go to the earthquake zones. And Jennifer went through all of the earthquakes of the day in the last 24 hours and volcanoes. And we're going now to touch on all the potentials for the future. And we go to the three major earthquake zones, the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. And we're going to send a huge U-shaped column of light to this entire area, stretching from Asia across the Pacific to North America, 
Central America and South America, and as high as Alaska. We just see this penetrating through the ground and bringing calm energy. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send a column of light down, hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through this ground in all those areas where there are fault lines and bringing calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic Fault area, which stretches from the North Pole through Iceland down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far south as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light along this whole huge length sending light through the water into the ground underneath the water, bringing calm energy. We ask our sources to find any of the other fault lines and potentials anywhere on our planet and send calm energy. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is releasing stress, we ask that they can be released gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on planet Earth. And we start out with the coronavirus and its mutations. And we ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans. And we ask they can be strengthened. We go to the toxins in vaccines and ask that they be transmuted and not harm people. We go to the negative agendas on our planet, which are operating against the highest good of humanity. And without violating free will, we ask that there's obstacles in the execution of these negative agendas. And 
and that some of the people who are the perpetrators of this may have a second thought about what they're perpetrating. We go to the awareness of humans and ask that more people become aware of what's going on. Because when people support these negative agendas, thinking they're positive, they're inadvertently playing a negative role without knowing it. And I heard someone say that more and more people are paying attention. And when they cross over and realize what's going on, they never go back. It's not like, oh, should I be a Republican? Should I be a Democrat? It's beyond that. So we ask for the increased awareness of humans. We ask for the awareness of humans to be guided to be aware of the intelligence in higher dimensions that can help and that the need for them to be asked to maximize their help. We go to the people who suffer in this realm. And, uh-oh, it's 9 o'clock, or 8 o'clock. And the people who suffer, and we send them the Christ energy. We go to, um, if we're leaving BBS, we're continuing on the phone line. Sorry we took so long this time. Um, we go to the people who suffer, send them the Christ energy, and we go to traps and we ask for rain in all those areas, particularly populated areas and places where animals are needing water. We ask for gentle rain to fill the reservoirs, to water the crops. And everything else that needs water. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe. We send this energy to the Ukraine for the, res- the peaceful resolution of, of the war that's going on there right now. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off.
we ask for the transmutation of toxic materials affecting the health and well-being of humans on this planet. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine. And finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see the energy landing on the rooftop of our home. And if we're comfortable, we can invite it into our home and let it fill every cubic foot, transmuting negativity, turning our home into a sacred place. And we can invite this energy into our bodies, into our chakras, coming in from our crown chakra at the top of our head and moving down our chakras, expanding us, breaking down blocks and barriers reminding ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator. And our consciousness makes a difference. I thank everyone for being here. I thank everyone who is volunteering to do this call. I thank our sources and I thank Terry And we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.